Welcome to another bonus episode of It's All Good, a podcast all about well-being. Every episode, I have a new guest join me to share personal stories and give ways to take care of health and wellness. I'm Lauren, and today I'm joined by my friend Samir. He recently graduated from UBC and is now in his first year of grad school. He's at Northwestern University in Chicago studying genetic counseling. In this episode, Samir talks about moving to Vancouver for a university without knowing a single person. He talks about how he made friends and how befriending people with different interests from him enriched his university experience. We talk about overcoming fears, stepping outside your comfort zone, and what can happen when you open yourself up to new types of people. Let's meet our guest. Samir, how do we know each other? So Lauren and I were both part of the wellness peers at UBC. Um, So this past year was my first year in the wellness peer program, but uh, Lauren was a returning member. So she was sort of like a senior mentor slash friend slash funny person I got to know. Um, And yeah, it was really nice talking to her and I learned she had a podcast and she wanted me to be a guest. So that sounded exciting. I like how you introduced me as slash friend slash (laughs) funny person which I'll take thank you very much that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me so I I was trying to remember like how we became friends like obviously from the program but I think it was like we had a volunteer shift together once and we usually didn't have any together yeah and then we just started talking about um video games and how you were into NBA 2K20 and I worked at the Microsoft store at the time and I was oh, like yeah. oh, there's a tournament coming up you should come and it was totally a joke I didn't think you'd actually come because it's usually for high school students but for any age and you actually came with our friend Megan and that was so nice I was so excited to see you guys there yeah I still play 2K like a lot so I was excited but I didn't expect there to only be high school students but it was okay <laughs> Yeah, that's all good. Okay, awesome. So that's how we know each other. So Samir, what are we going to be talking about today? So I think what we had discussed and sort of what um, I wanted to talk about was a little bit about my journey um, to UBC and more specifically like friendships and relationships and how I think perspectives of people you sort of gel with sort of um, that whole concept of who's your people, who do you think you would get along with, sort of morphed a lot for me and changed a lot, Um, especially because I was from Ontario and I moved to British Columbia uh, to UBC for school. Um, I didn't really know anyone. I actually didn't know anybody uh, when I first moved there. So it was definitely a a new period, and I learned a lot about myself and uh, sort of how I used to think of making friends and sort of how that grew. Perfect. All right. So I want to hear more about uh, the story that you have of moving from, you're from Mississauga and then coming all the way from UBC. So you didn't know anyone. Yeah, I didn't know anyone. I had a friend who, look, he wasn't my friend at the time. Like I didn't know him. Um, I met him in my second year, actually. So he was also from Mississauga and we became really good friends. Um, but actually when I first came to UBC, I didn't know anybody, no other students. 
that is really scary to just like launch like all the way across the country and then have to start fresh. Although there's something exciting about that. Like you can, no one knows you and you can be whoever you want to be, I guess. Yeah. Do you feel that? Yeah. I think when I first thought about it, that whole excitement of being in a new place, experiencing new people was very, um, you know, very exciting to me. And I think when I actually moved, I realized that it's not, not that it's um, not exciting. I made a lot of good friends, but it's also a very tough thing to do. Um, it's, you forget how comfortable you are um, when you're in a place with your parents, with the same friends you've had for years, you know, and familiar surroundings, familiar people you interact with to a completely new place where it's literally like, not only are you making all these new um, connections with people, but you're also making all these new connections sort of with the environment and the area around you. And I think that was something I sort of underestimated, like just the comfort level and the familiarity and how that would uh, sort of play an impact or play play a role in um, sort of how I was feeling. Mm, I see. So, so take me back to first year, Samir. So what kind of like feelings, because you were telling me how you were kind of like maybe hesitant or afraid about what was coming up next. Is yeah, that something? I, I think what I was really, when I first come to UBC, I, I guess I was looking for a specific type of person um, to sort of hang out with. Like, um, I think being from Mississauga and being exposed to like, a middle school and then a high school where I knew a lot of people. Um, and a lot of those people were very, not to say very similar to each other, but we shared a lot of similar interests. Um, and even if you met a new person for the first time, it was sort of easy to find common ground and things to talk about. I think coming to UBC, it was a lot more um, sort of looking at people from sort of a fresh start, realizing that you may not have a lot of common ground and sort of being open to the idea that people might be very different. Um, but when I first got to UBC, I didn't really realize that. I think I, I tried to sort of make those connections um, in a similar way to what I did in the past. And I struggled, I would say, for the first few days when I realized that people here are very different. Um, people here have interests in a lot of different things. I was very into basketball and sports and um, music from like Toronto, that sort of culture. But I realized that people in Vancouver had a lot, a lot more of a interest in uh, in general a lot more people had interest in doing things outdoors they had a lot more uh, interest in being in a more relaxed environment and I feel like Toronto uh, especially the GTA is a very hustle and bustle place so it was sort of um, a different culture and I felt a little lost when I first uh, I got to UBC I think I was searching for someone I could relate to and um, when I couldn't find it it was a little bit scary like you said um, because I think that was the first time in my life I felt extremely um, isolated, but also like unable to find someone to connect to, to sort of get me out of this isolation. Mm, I see. Okay. So then what did you do next? I think I had to sort of reflect a little bit and be like, well, I'm here now. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, I think it was just sort of a, a self talking to realizing that obviously people are going to be different in a different place. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean you 
you won't make friends or you won't find people to connect to, but it's just more of a, it's, it's going to take a longer time and maybe fostering those relationships will take a little bit of shared experience and stepping outside of my comfort zone. And so I think it was my first week. I lived in Banyay on campus and I saw somebody from my floor, well, a floor above me, but I was in the basement. He was on the first floor. So we had sort of the same RA group. And um, within that group, I recognized him and his, I won't say his name, but he's, he's turned into one of my like best friends, like for life. And it literally just started by me, like approaching him and saying, oh, what's up? What are your plans tonight? Like, I had no idea who this person was, but he was just a familiar face. Um, and that night he told me that, oh, I'm, uh, I'm just, he was part of Jumpstart because he was from the U.S., so he had some international friends that he was going to be playing cards with that night. And I'm a big fan of cards. I, I love playing different games, board games. And I said, okay, like maybe I don't know any of these people, but like I think I could have a good time playing cards with them. So that's what I did. I met like four or five new students along with this friend. And we just played cards that whole night for five hours. And it's sort of like, it was sort of a glimpse of hope into the fact that like, you know, it's, it's different, but it doesn't mean that I can't, you know, connect or relate to people here. And sort of after that, um, that same friend reached out to me to, he had some friends visiting from the US um, the next week and he wanted to go downtown. Um, we got a couple of drinks. And then I think sort of from there, he became a really good friend of mine. And through him, um, I met a lot of other people too, which was really nice. And um, I guess one more thing I want to share along the same lines is uh, it sounds really cliche and stuff, but I, I think because I was in this whole headspace of uh, not being able to find somebody I related to on Imagine Day at UBC, we got put into these orientation groups and instantly I found somebody like I made it a, I made sort of a point and effort to myself to be like, okay, I want to at least talk to somebody in this group and sort of maybe like uh, learn a lot more about them. And that was another friend I met for the first time. Um, and he's also ended up being someone I, one of my best friends that I still talk to, to this day. Um, but he was a very different person from me. Like he was from Ottawa, very into like rock climbing, very into geology, things that I had no idea about, but um, generally like a very laid back and relaxed person. And I think those sort of two friends that I found early at UBC sort of gave me this, like, like I said, like glimpse of hope that I could meet people here and relate to people here and foster friendships with people here, even if we don't have a lot of common interests to start off with. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing this story. And so even if you guys had different interests, how did you feel like you were able to connect with the, the people that you met and became friends with? I think, honestly, it was just a shared experience. I think um, initially it is a little bit weird and, you know, sometimes people find it awkward to put themselves in like a different place where people are acting very different from them. They have very different interests. But I think shared experience and going through things together and making memories with new people um, really helps foster relationships. Because I think 
once you start going through those shared experiences, you become more comfortable with people. And then you're more comfortable to talk about your differences too. Um, and you can be more vocal about the fact that, you know, oh, it's tough for me to, I think one of the biggest things for me was to stop acting like um, my interests were in line with their interests all the time. I think uh, when I first got there, I felt very um, just, I let other people talk and I, I sort of like let them engage in conversations about whatever they found interesting. And I didn't really want to offer my opinions too much just because I felt like I was coming from a different place and sort of a different interest. But I think um, once there was more shared experience and people felt more comfortable and sometimes I feel like once you're, you've hung out with people a few times, you, you classically have that like talk about life or talk about something philosophical or something like that's not just like, Oh, what's your favorite thing to eat? What's your favorite food? What's the weather? Like, it's like more like, Oh, like, you know, what do you think about as a person? What do you want out of life? Like you start sort of touching upon those questions. And I feel like um, those questions are very common to everybody. And once you sort of connect with people about those deeper topics, you become a lot more comfortable sharing how you're feeling about maybe like more shallow topics about the fact that, oh, you know, it's very tough for me to find people to play basketball with in Vancouver. Um, Or like, people don't like follow the NBA as much or this new rap album came out, but like nobody here has any idea about it. Um, but my friends back home are all posting like crazy that this is like the best thing ever. Right. <laughs> so it's, I think just being able to share those sort of feelings with other people and them being receptive to what you're feeling. I think that's a big step in sort of overcoming the fact that you may not share the same interests or the same, uh, you know, the same values to life or the same approach to life. Oh, wow. This is so interesting to me. So I've always lived in Vancouver and I, you know, I feel like I, I guess it's easy to gravitate towards people that are very similar to you. And maybe it's not a conscious effort, but you just have more to talk about. And then say if you both like rock climbing, the example you use, then you can go and rock climb and spend all your time together. So how do you feel like, um, because, okay, it's so easy to kind of be friends with people that are like you. I mean, I'm thinking about my own life, and I feel like the majority of my friends, of course, we're all different, but we all have very similar, I guess, values and interests. How do you feel like becoming friends with people with different interests and values? Um, how would you say that it has enriched your life or what kind of effect has it had? I think it's definitely enriched my life. Um, I I often like think about what if I I had the option to go to school in Ontario and I had the option to go to school in BC and I often think about oh what would my life have been like if I had stayed in Ontario if I uh and you know it's everything is still within Canada you know it's not like there's a lot of international students who have to come and I think I'm even more empathetic to them now given like the fact that I being from the same country I've, I've experienced sort of that difference but seeing that they are coming from a completely different place and having to this is sort of a tangent unrelated to what you said but uh, (laughs) just going back to yeah so I think yeah it's definitely enriched my life because I think that it just sort of offers you more fresh perspectives it offers you um, more of an opportunity to learn more about the world and learn more about life and I feel like like you said it's so easy to get stuck in your own bubble 
interact with the same sorts of people as you. But I think um, after a while, it's it's a lot better to have a lot more perspectives. And sometimes it's nice to have uh, groups of friends who are different than you, just because um, sometimes you don't always want to talk about the same things. And I think another part of it is you don't know necessarily what you like and what you don't like if you don't try it. Like that's another cliche that people say, right? But like, don't knock it till you try it. And I think um, getting rid of all these preconceived notions that, oh, I'm not an outdoorsy person or I don't like to do this or I don't, you know, I don't listen to this type of music or I don't eat this type of food or whatever. I think it's very restrictive. Um, and I think once you're, you force yourself to be with other sorts of people, you're, Usually you're less inclined to be, you know, that sort of person who's always saying, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. You're sort of more open to experience. Um, And, you know, sometimes it's for the best. Sometimes it's for the worst. But I think ultimately having people from different backgrounds and different perspectives forces you to not only think a different way, but experience things you might have not not known you enjoyed until you were with them. Or maybe you weren't comfortable enough to try these things until you were with somebody who had experience doing those things. What I sort of wanted to say about one more thing about the the international students is um, I found myself more comfortable interacting with international students. And I felt very like even though we were not in the exact same boat, like we we were more similar in ways that I didn't think of before. Um, And a couple of my best friends who I actually played a lot of basketball with came from um Nigeria slash Kenya um in Banye we were there was like a barbecue thing that they did um early on in the year and we'd all played like football together like very like low-key nothing like super intense but um you know I, I approached them and I talked to them and I realized that they also enjoy playing sports they enjoy playing basketball they like to try new things so although I would say we had nothing in common other than the fact that we enjoyed sports, um, I reached out to them and then, you know, we played basketball together. And I think I, I did say a lot about how different interests and different cultural values, it can, it can enrich your experience. But it's also nice to be able to just relate to people based on an interest you have, because um, as much as you want to evolve and grow, it's also nice to be able to keep doing the things you like to do and maintain interest in them and finding people with those common interests. um, I think is important because it's all about growth. And I think a part of growth is not necessarily always letting things go and replacing them with new things, but allowing those old things to flourish in ways that maybe you didn't think of and giving space for new things as well. So after your experience of meeting new people and becoming friends with different people, how do you feel like that has changed the way that you make friends now? Yeah, so I think now it's sort of gone a little bit of a 180, like not fully, but I do, I sort of seek out different types of people now. And I I like to make connections with individuals who are not necessarily similar to myself. Um not to be like, you know, ruder or mean or anything, but I, I find it's a little bit boring now to meet someone who's exactly like me and like talk about the same stuff because it's really fun and exciting for like the first or second time. Um, but 
I feel like the whole like the whole chase of like meeting someone new and completely like learning about life from their perspective it it's really cool because it forces you to like you said push yourself outside your bubble and think in ways you hadn't thought before so I, I think I just approach it in a in a very different way I'm not as fearful and I'm I'm a little bit more excited to meet people like that I'm wondering can you speak to um, like joining wellness peers like in your fourth year did you feel like that was an experience where like people were kind of different from you most definitely like yes I think um, joining the wellness peer program for me it was very much like I needed to find an outlet to gain some sort of peer-to-peer support or uh, counseling experience as a part of my, my graduate applications and sort of prerequisites for for that so um, when I first saw the wellness peers, I initially had approached it as simply like a way for me to fulfill this requirement um, to gain the necessary experience and obviously to, you know, support the UBC community. It was, it was nice that it was right there on campus. It was very close to me and I got to like help people like first year students, second year students who probably went through a lot of the same struggles that I went through. Um, but when I first joined the wellness peer program, it was a little bit different than even the friends I made back home and then the friends I made in Vancouver, the wellness peers was like a completely different like group of people who are so wholesome and nice and like always so positive about everything. And I was like, this is like a really, you know, like a very positive place. And it's at first it was a little bit like awkward for me to be like, you know, people, people here are so like, they're so happy about life. <laughs> they have so much like happiness within them. Um, but I think once I sort of, I thought about it, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like that, that seems to be like the best way to approach life is to be happy and have good vibes and like, just talk about things that are on your mind. So I think once I sort of embraced that and I thought about it, like I, the, the nice thing was we had a big training before the summer and then we had a summer and then the, the year really started and I think that sort of period of time, I got to think a lot about, oh, I'm joining the wellness peers and like, uh, it's a different group of people, but ultimately like, it still seems like a really nice and like, you know, like helpful cooperative group who's does a lot of interesting things. And ultimately it was, I think one of the biggest things is it taught me that regardless of how different a group of people is, as long as there's not a lot of judgment in the group of the other people in the group it can be successful like um i think that was one of the biggest and coolest things about wellness peers was just that there was very little judgment or almost like i i think no judgment of others in the group um based on their experiences based on what they had said during trainings i felt like people could share a lot about what happened during their shifts or even outside of their shifts and it was never like you're never scared of how people would react Um, And I think once you sort of create an environment like that, it's very easy and very, um, it's very easy to make friends and it's very easy to make experiences. And it's, there's a lot less hesitancy to step outside your comfort zone because you know that at the end of the day, these people aren't going to dislike you or, you know, make comments behind your back or something um, based on what you had told them. meeting people and connecting with people in uh, in a place like UBC where everyone's a student, I think it's very easy um, because 
fortunately, so many other people are trying to also make friends. And a lot of people are also very open to experience, especially if they've come from like a lot of different places. But I think to go hand in hand with that, I've sort of learned that sometimes you don't need to be friends with everyone, right? Like it's, and sometimes people just, sometimes people get a little put off, you know, if you're trying to talk to them too much or learn too much about their life or like, because I was mentioning before how, you know, to really foster those great relationships with people that you don't have a necessarily a great um, shared interests or, you know, common goals or like cultural experiences in life. A lot of the best connections come with people after you've gone through shared experiences and maybe had deeper conversations about, you know, what life's all about. But I think sometimes people don't want to do that. And there are people who are very comfortable in their own, you know, circles. And sometimes people just don't really want to open up. You know, there's different types of people. And I think one thing I've learned a lot about myself is that I'm okay with being the person who's opening up a lot more than the person that I'm talking to. Like, I I don't mind if, you know, I'm providing a lot of information and like I'm being very open and the other person like, I think initially I would be a little bit like, oh, I'm, I'm offering so much, but this person doesn't seem to be, you know, offering that much back. Like, you know, is there something I'm doing wrong? But I think now it's, I've learned a lot that, you know, people are just a little different and that doesn't necessarily mean they don't enjoy spending time with you or they don't want to talk to you. It's just that they'll actually enjoy talking to you more if you let them talk to you at their comfort level. And if they're letting you talk at your comfort level, you know, what more can you really ask for? And I think part of give and take and being respectful of someone else is also being like, they'll open up when they want to, if they want to. Um, but also, you know, have confidence and trust that the reason this person's hanging out with you is because they enjoy your company. And, um, you know, regardless of what they say or what they do, if somebody, you know, continuously gives you company and hangs out with you and you seem to be getting out from it what you want and they seem to be getting out of it what they want there's no reason to really think more about the whole situation thank you for sharing all of that and i think even from i'm trying to think of like when we first started talking more i feel like i i that's something i noticed about you is that you're willing to be open with people right away and maybe you don't realize it but that's something i, I definitely noticed for sure yeah i think it goes back to what I said about my first year experience. It was just like, I, I was sort of forced to do that just because it's sort of like, I didn't know anyone and everyone was sort of like a brand new face to me. So definitely there was, I think for me, my best friendships and experiences came out when I was more open with people. And I think maybe that's why I tend to gravitate to it a little bit more. Um, but, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't work out for everyone. And I've definitely had experiences where I tried to open up to people and it's just sort of like, they were like, why is this guy talking so much? And, <laughs> you know, that's, that's okay too. Like, um, just don't take yourself so seriously and don't, you know, life is, life will come as it goes. We're coming to the end of this episode. So to wrap things up, what are practical things that university students can do to meet new people and make new friends? I think um, shared space is definitely just, you know, a very convenient way 
of, uh, of meeting people. And I think um, to go off what you said, it's like, I think personally for me, it wasn't necessarily that someone had to be a part of something that was a similar interest to me, but it's just sort of being in proximity to me. So, um, you know, make use of the groups you're already a part of. Um, like when I joined, I joined the Med Lab side program in my third year, and I was introduced to uh, a faculty of 25 students. Um, and that was a great opportunity for me to just, you know, these people were very different from me also. But by that point, I'd, I'd met a lot of people in Vancouver and UBC and I felt it was very easy to just reach out to them and talk um, because most times people, if you're respectful and, you know, if you're friendly, I, I would say for the most part, people tend to be respectful and friendly as well. Um, not to say you're going to become amazing friends with everyone you approach that way, but you know, it's, it's sometimes you will. And I think that's what makes it worth it at the end of the day. So for me, I think shared space and proximity and just taking advantage of the groups that you're in, like, you know, don't think too much about having to go into places to necessarily meet people, but pursue your passions, pursue your interests. Like, luckily, my house roommates were really nice. Um, I didn't know any of them when I moved into my place in second year, but just by proximity and living together, um, we opened up, we became really good friends. Um, people that I, I just used to go to the SRC and play basketball. Sometimes I'd go by myself. Um, sometimes I just go to the gym by myself and you, and you start seeing the same people there. Um, and then you have an, you can, you know, you can always just talk to them and say, you know, what's up if you want to, um, you don't have to, but it's like, if you're friendly and respectful to them, um, you know, most of the times they'll be friendly and respectful to you. And I think it's, it's sort of like, do your own thing, you know, live your life as you will pursue your interests in whatever you want. Um, but, you know, appreciate the fact that it's important to have people around you. And like you said, it's it's way better to have people in your life because life's already, you know, tough enough as it is. So take advantage of those um, those spaces you have and um, don't be afraid to reach out to people that you think are different from you. It, because at the end of the day, the worst thing that can happen is you just have a short conversation and never talk to this person again. That's great advice. And I think we're really lucky um, in university. There's so many options to make friends because I think about, say, like when we're, you know, we're in the working world and um, there are not as many opportunities, I feel like, like maybe through work. But in especially UBC, like if you live on res, people on your floor, people in your classes. And even though it can be difficult to make friends on such a large campus, there's so many different um, opportunities. So that's something that I definitely take for granted, um, just like being at UBC and knowing that there are people that are similar to you. Um, and yeah, I definitely agree with what you said of like keeping an open mind, not like going into it and saying, oh, I'm going to make like a ton of friends and it's all going to be good. But just accepting that that might not happen right away. And that's yeah. totally fine. Like you might not mesh with people and that's that's just part of life. Um, but just being open to, oh, maybe you will make a new friend or connect with someone in some way. Thank you so much, Samir, for being on this episode. And it was 
I feel like you're a very introspective person. Like every time I get to talk to you, whether it be like five minutes before like our wellness period training, but I always learn so much from you and you make me want to like be more self-aware and be more open with people. So, and this isn't me just saying it because we're on the podcast, (laughs) genuinely because that's, that's uh, what I, what I think. That's really nice. That's, I appreciate that. And I feel the same way. Like I think um, I told you this the very first time, not the very first time, but the, the a few days ago, the very first time we met, um, you were very, like, joking and very, like, um, you were okay to sort of take jabs at our other wellness peer, Rit, <laughs> and he was taking jabs at you. And not to say, like, uh, like you said, like, all humor doesn't need to be mean or whatever, but it, it was nice to sort of just, it was very, like, humanizing, and it sort of made the experience very comfortable. So I think um, I've always enjoyed talking to you because it, just like I said about all the other wellness peers, but it's always like free of judgment and you sort of peak interest in ways that are very comfortable and it's, it's like unexpected sometimes, but it always ends up being like a really good conversation. (laughs) Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you again to Samir for sharing this story and for speaking so honestly about the fear and discomfort that comes from being in an unfamiliar place with unfamiliar people. Samir reminds us that humans are social creatures, and we all have this desire to connect with others. We might come from different places, look different, and have different interests, but we can still connect with each other on this fundamental level. And once we get to know each other, we might realize that we're actually more similar than we are different. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode of It's All Good. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can leave a rating or review and like the Facebook page to stay updated for future episodes. Thanks everyone, and I'll see you next time.